We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. Democrat Utopia, California, wants to pay every registered vehicle owner $400 to offset inflation. This is the standard that the Democrat mafia has. Massively destroy the quality of life and then pay off a select few and pretend that you're doing something. That's what you saw today if you had the unfortunate happenstance to watch the Crypt Keeper Part 2, who's truly a phys- not, not only embarrassing mentally, but physically embarrassing. To watch him walk on grass is like giving a baby Jack Daniels and saying, dance. That is exactly what you witness when this moron tries to do anything. It's embarrassing. But yet he's going to stand there because he is a pathological Hans Christian Anderson of political whores and tell you everything is going swimmingly. It's absolutely and totally perfect the way it should be. And under uh, Joe Biden, you have nothing to fear but fear itself. Should you have taken those steps sooner before parents got to these shelves and, and couldn't find formula? If we'd been better mind readers, I guess we could have. But we moved as quickly as the problem became apparent to us. And we have to move with caution as well as speed. Now that baby formula nonsense also fits the COVID numbers. It also fits the cost of oil that hit $110 a barrel today. $110 a barrel. It also fits the crime. It fits any failure they have. You can just copy and paste that excuse. How could we know? We don't have a crystal ball. I mean, it's, it's preposterous what you're expecting of us. But look, with regard to the leniency of prosecutors, that has, on balance, not been the biggest problem, the leniency of prosecutors. In the past, the hardest process has been the intensity of prosecutors, people getting long sentences for crimes that are, uh, anyway. uh. See, the reason he does that is because he lost his train of thought. That anyway, not kidding, not a joke, I'm serious. This is all because he loses his train of thought because he's mentally unstable, mentally unfit. He is the figurehead of the Marxist mafia. That's why he's there to put lipstick on the pig of their policies. And that's what you saw today, as he had the audacity to come out for those people who are living in the sewers like Chicago, the sewers of New York, the sewers of California, wallowing in fecal mayhem. There's an alderman fight in Chicago, right? Oh, let, how could we stop the 300 children who are already wasting $20,000 a year to pretend they're educated, and yet none of them can say the word ask, as they ramsack neighborhoods throughout Chicago? The way that you do it is simple. Law, you arrest every one of them, 
And you put them away until they're old enough to know better. Because we gave you a shot. We gave you 28000 a year. And obviously, not only can you not say ask, you can't behave like a human being. So now Joe Biden is going to give more money, more money, on top of the American Rescue Plan, which gave $350 billion primarily to the Democrat mafia states to pay off various municipal unions rather than secure the citizen. We all know what the answer is. You must lock up the criminal. That the answer is not to defund the police. The answer is to fund the police with the resources and training they need to protect our communities. Investing in crime prevention and accountable community police officers. Because we've never done that before. You know, I love how everything starts today. We've never done this before. Or have we? In fact, haven't we wasted hundreds of billions on the same nonsense? The after-school programs, the before-school programs, the community happy programs. Everybody be happy. In the meantime, what happens to these community programs? They become recruitment centers for street gangs. The same street gangs you assure will thrive in the modern Democrat mafia-run America where the predator has far more protection than any victim, regardless of age. I couldn't help but notice during the show yesterday, what, we have a three-year-old child, a four-year-old? Doesn't matter. Doesn't count. Where's Black Lives Matter? Doesn't matter. Who walk the beat, know the neighborhood, and who can restore trust and safety in the neighborhoods. That's what it is. When you know who owns a local liquor store, know who the pastor of the church is. Know well, we know who the pastor of the church is because we see them on the news every night crying about how this has to stop, you dimwit. This moron wants to paint a a picture of Norman Rockwell when he could remember his address and his phone number, this idiot, rather than address what is actually happening. The failure of the justice system because it is unjust. And by the way, earlier, before this little snip, he wanted to praise what a great job Attorney General Ferret Face Garland is, who looks even worse when he smiles. Trust me, I saw it today. Makes a big difference when you know the community. And that's been my approach from day one. That's why we designed the American Rescue Plan, not only to beat the pandemic, but to rebuild our economy, but to restore public safety. And we understood the challenge from the beginning. Communities were facing a rising tide of violence that coincided with this pandemic we went through the last two years. And it was happening at a time when state and local budgets were under tremendous strain. Because of the pandemic, so many people laid off. The revenue's not coming in. Sure it's not Russia? Are you sure it's not? I want you to get your your bull dung excuses right. So it's the pandemic. That's the reason of the rising crime? Why? You paid everybody exorbitant amounts of money to sit on their fat asses and vote Democrat. And you even managed to steal an election during it. They're firing everyone from police officers to school teachers to first responders. But before the American Rescue Plan, these bud- their budgets were in deep re- distress in the states and localities. Now, see, for the people who are dumb enough to think this is a man, to think this is anything other than a political whore, they cannot remember before him. But I can, and you can. And before him, it was always better in non-Democrat corrupt mafia states, as it is right now today. Right now, today, states that are run properly, efficiently, states that are not run by the Democrat mafia, do not have these problems. You know why? They take pride in locking up the scourge and the criminal, even though they know 
They are, in fact, the cornerstone of the Democrat voting base. One study found that before, found that before the rescue plan was passed, 27% of the mayors in America were having to cut, make deep cuts and layoffs in law enforcement as well as other areas. Say the party. Hey, moron with the soiled diaper. Say the party of the cities. Because sooner or later, everyone's going to figure out it's where you morons rule. Yeah, same story, different size suit, even when the women are in charge. So we made sure that the American Rescue Plan provided substantial resources to keep that from happening. Through the law, we provided $350 billion. Let me say that again. $350 billion directly, not to the legislatures, directly to cities, counties, and states. Well, what, what if they did what Chicago did? What if they took the money? And instead of making things safe because it's it's a war zone far more dangerous than Ukraine. What if they took the money, the little fat porky pig governors and the mayors, and they put it in the general fund? And then they said they had a surplus when you knew it's a mathematical impossibility. What about then, Scarecrow? Independently of one another. Money that could be used to hire back police officers to invest in proven strategies like community violence interruption and prevention. He can't even speak. Are you listening to the way he's articulating the words? This is Dementia DEFCON 2. And to keep their cities and counties safe and ease the burden on law enforcement. Because of that funding, states and cities were able to add back 460,000 jobs. Now, I happen to know not just because my nephew is a Chicago policeman, who just got a promotion, by the way. But because I have experienced so many of the people who like to listen to the show, I know specifically we have a tremendous amount of law enforcement. I'd like them to call in. I would like you to tell me how this money that was sent directly to these Democrat sewers, how it benefited the police department. Is there anybody out there that can point to one thing that benefited the actual foot soldier, the policeman, instead of the corrupt mafia political whore that is right above him in the scale of a collectivist, top-down, totalitarian society that has destroyed the quality of life in our big cities. Because he wants you to believe he already helped you, and now he, he's going to help you a little more. How's he going to help you a little more? Just $10 more billion. Where's the money going to go? In the exact same pockets it went to before. The corrupt community activists, the corrupt political whores. So this is good news for Joe Perillo, who sells all kinds of expensive vehicles from BMWs to Mercedes to Lexuses. You're going to have a great time. And it's like almost when the CTU gets one of those phony raises for not working and going to Puerto Rico and got, catching a tan. So let's clear the lines. In fact, if you're there, how many people we got on there? All right, Greg and John, you could stay there. Um, clear the next two. Let's open the lines. 312-642-5600. I specifically would like law enforcement that has experienced the blessing, the blessing of the American Rescue Act perpetrated by Joseph Robinette. What the hell is Robinette? You should have known what a middle name of Robinette. The guy was a clown gypsy from Ireland. Joseph Robinette Biden and how he's already helped and improved the city of Chicago that right now is having major, major turmoil because it looks like the Russians hit Oak Street Beach and ran into the neighborhood. Except the Russians twerk. I don't think Russians twerk. 
Maybe they weren't Russians. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. Yeah, you know, they canceled it because everybody hated the law enforcement. You remember when the... I know it's not possible, but they canceled it from regular TV. It was a number one show. But, you know, you do remember when the greatest lunch date in Washington, Sweet Willie Brown's side action, side piece, and the only reason she is the vice president now, started a fund to benefit the people who were arrested for burning down police stations, ironically enough. See, that's what the real Democrat Party is. Now they wheel out this stumbling, bumbling moron to pretend that they're law and order. And they're going to help you. They're not going to help you. They're going to pay off the corrupt community activists, which manage to sideline as mules for ballot harvesting only around election time. The only time these low-life roaches ever work. Paul Beverly. Hi, Paul. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Good, buddy. I I called last week, but you ripped into me for saying the best Western was... um was on uh best western movie was uh what was that uh stone oh, what the hell was it called best western movie uh, anyway. Tombstone. but go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> i can't remember i tell my friends about it they start laughing anyway uh you know what it's, it's i'm a retired policeman uh that money biden can he can he can allocate you know a billion dollars all right to the city of chicago okay once it hits those general coffers, you know that's where it goes. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, they'll spend it anywhere they want. It's like the police—they're not going to see anything. The 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 amount of fraud that goes on in the city of Chicago. Oh. How many people knew that aldermen? We have fifty aldermen. They all have a slush oh. fund of a million dollars that they could do anything they want in their district. What do you think they do? What do you think that scumbag and uh, that that Irish drunk Riley does? Aside from go to the boss bar and get himself wrecked every day. What do you think he does with a million dollars? I mean, it's a joke what goes on. There's no accountability. There's no oversight. You're giving these corrupt morons just money after money after money. And they're doing what they want with it. And then they come and lie to you. And in the meantime, I, I, I asked a question. I knew the answer. The cops are not thriving in equipment. After Trump left, he gave them equipment that technically was military equipment. Are they getting equipment? Are they getting raises? I mean, I know they're killing it because of overtime. But what exactly benefit is there to being a policeman today? If you get out of your car and you arrest a scumbag for for beating the hell out of somebody or twerking, you get in trouble. Here's another thing, Paul. How many dispatchers know that the the information we the people get is half of the actual crimes that go on in the sewer of Chicago? That their big plan to make things look better is because right now they're switching the radio frequencies because too many people are picking up on the scanners. Did you know that? It's a scam what's going on. It's an atrocity, Paul, and I'm glad you're retired because that's the only kind of policeman that's safe. Thank you very much, Paul. I got the the hell out of there uh, 10 years ago this this Thanksgiving. Never looked back. It was like my first sale in Florida was to a retired detective in Chicago. My very first sale. I sold him a place in Fort Myers, and he had, he had water access 15 minutes to the Gulf for $270,000. This is eight years ago. And, you know, every once in a while I'll hear from him. And he said to me, if you knew what really went on, you'd be even more angry and more disgusted. Oh, yeah. And that's because the politicians are hiding the truth once again from the people. Thank you very much, Paul. I appreciate the call. John in Milwaukee. 
Hello, Sean. Are you familiar with Foster Brooks? Of course I am. Kidding me? I'm old enough. No, to no, I, I, you know, the he, golden he, era of Hollywood, of California, of comedy, when men were men and women wore skirts, didn't dress like the men. I remember it all. It was wonderful. Okay, Foster Brooks always did. He always did this thing where he sounded drunk. Correct. And I'm like, that. That's he. Biden sounds like a like somebody coming out of a bar, stumbling out of a bar. And I noticed one thing with most of your callers. I'm sure all of your callers and myself and with you. And the common theme is, I cannot put the word president and Biden. In the same sentence. He's not I a just president. Can't. I'll shut He's, up and I'll listen for your no. answer. That's why, John, I'm very proud of the day after the usurper stole the most powerful office in the land. If you remember, if you listened, I was filling in for Steve Cortez. I revoked my consent to be governed, which seems like something that, oh, so what? No, no, no that's what holds this country together. From day one, I never recognized this fraud as the president in position of anything other than what he is, a usurper. And that's the way he should be referred to. And the other thing is, to your point, only uh, one of them made, it, made a career out of faking being incompetent and drunk. Joe Biden needs a drug test. I want to know what he's on, as every single one of them need a drug test. Here's the other idiot who also happens to be the most successful trader in stock market history. Price gouging needs to be stopped. This is a major exploitation of the consumer because this is... a. a a product the, the consumer must have. Brilliant. Again, the, the Putin uh-huh. tax cut, hike at the pump is a part of this. You must have been something in the 70s, Nancy. Get off the table, tramp. All right, John, East Chicago, Indiana. Hi, Sean. How are you? Aggravated. How are you? A little bit the same. Um, when you first came on the, your, with your introduction before the news, you said Joe Biden embarrassed himself again by lying. Um, that is considered a skill to the Democratic Party. They're not embarrassed. If, they, he, if he does a good job lying, they'll walk up to him and they say, hey, you did a real good job with those lies. I think you're exactly correct. And it's, the shame of it is this. There's always been this kind of fraud, con man, coward, and scoundrel throughout history since the dawn of man. The difference in today's society versus yesteryear is we accept it. We literally accept it. If every American that's disgusted revokes their consent to be governed, not only will you feel better, it'll actually mean something as Convention of the States moves forward with neutering this corrupt mafia that pretends to be a political party because they're all the same, to your point, John. Absolutely and unequivocally. Let's have another example of exactly what John is referring to. It's Pippi Lystocking in what could be one of the most obvious frauds of her career. And she's had a career where her job literally is to lie every minute of every day. You said in February that no money from a $30 million uh, harm reduction program would fund distribution of crack pipes in safe smoking kits. The Washington Free Beacon uh, reported that they went to harm reduction facilities in five cities and all of those facilities had crack pipes in their kits. HHS would not say which uh, programs had applied for funding, and the recipient list is not out yet. So I'm just wondering if the White House can say if any taxpayer dollars paid for these 
crack pipes. No federal funding has gone to it. And is there any oversight to ensure that when that money goes out for the program that these organizations will not use federal dollars for crack pipes? This policy does not allow for crack pipes to be included. I would just note that this is a bit of a conspiracy theory that's been spread out there. It's not accurate. There's important drug treatment uh, programs for people who have been suffering from what we've seen as an epidemic across the country. And they're all subsidized. Now, let me ask you this, Dark Roots. Let me ask you this. Did the company that you used as a shill, as a bagman, did they receive federal PPP money? Did they receive any subsidies? Did they receive any government assistance in any form? Because that's the public money, you phony redhead bimbo. And yes, you got caught again. The good news is where you're going to MSDNC, that's a skill. And you'll have a bright career in propaganda, you dirty tramp. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. Now you're talking. I swear he could see. I think Stevie Wonder could see. You think of that? You ever heard of Shaquille O'Neal story when they lived in the same condo building? Shaquille O'Neal, they lived in the same condo building in L.A. And Shaquille O'Neal was uh, on the elevator and the car it stops at another parking level. And Stevie Wonder got on. And nobody was with him. Parking level. How did a blind guy park his car? Huh? What do you think? I think Stevie Wonder could could see and drive. Greg in LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good. How are you, buddy? Well, listen to this. I mean, just listening today on the show, I find out the Ag Secretary refuses to plant on fertile ground because it may risk polluting the environment. <laughs> we find out, you know, we find out that baby formula that, you know, mothers need in in this country is being detoured south to help those less fortunate than us that pay taxes and that have been here forever and our citizens. Then I find out that some contractors in Denver refuse to go into the city of Denver because the crime is a little bit too much for them. They forego the dollars in place of their safety. And to top it all off, to top it all off, the replacement rates for our police officers in this city is abysmal. And there's nobody in the academy. We've got to replay this entire story with the Ag Secretary. We can't plant because we're going to pollute the environment. It it's goes to show you. Playbook on the FDR. It's like FDR all over again. We're Man. not going to plant. You, can't, you won't give people jobs. Can, you, can people finally get the picture? I mean, what more does it have to, how much more has to be to I spent a year for you? I spent a year, election year pointing to every failure of the philosophy of the Democrat mafia. We are from a city that was once phenomenal. You remember Chicago. Chicago was great. Look at what these imbeciles did to it. The businesses. It used to be the city with big shoulders and you're working and the stockyards and yada, yada, yada. It's a fracking sewer. A sewer where the only thing that thrives is political corruption. And you want, to, you want me to believe that 81 million people voted for that? I don't think so. They stole the office. So take that as a little solace. There wasn't 81 million people who voted for this guy. He stole the office. And now we're going to have to live through the mindless corruption, which is enriching all of them. So let's, let me continue to make you mad. Because the story that we talked about yesterday was the formula. 
right? Obviously, the border means more. Why? Why does the border mean more? Because it's within that chaos is their strength of their base. So those people, those new Americans, are the favored class. The favored class of the Democrat mafia are the people who are loyal because they get their sustenance from government. This is something that is obvious. It is something that is simple. The reality is they're winning because we're not putting up a good enough argument against it. The idea that in this country, in the year 2021, that baby formula, something as, as, as minute as that, cannot be acquired because of government incompetence is why you need to tear down every bureaucracy involved with it. And I'm dead serious. The FDA is corrupt. It gets its money from the people it is supposed to govern over or, or, or reside over. It's a bribery scheme. It's like the NIH. It's corrupt. $350 million in royalties. They're arguing over a patent for a vaccine that they forced you to get. They forced those profits. Trillions of dollars. And now that we have the argument, I wanted to play this, not because this woman means anything. She's an imbecile. This is the, I think, the, I can't remember. I can't get these squads straight. I think this is the one that married her brother and then lied about it, right? Is that Omar? The one with the, the thing on her head? She married her brother, this sick son of a dog to scam the system and get all the benefits and all the rest of it and the, and the citizenship, right? She's going to tell you about how, how, how moral it is to kill your baby. But listen to her argument and then think about what we've actually lived through for two years under this Democrat mafia. Mr. Speaker, today I rise to speak against the cruel and unconstitutional leaked Supreme Court decision overturning settled law of the land, Roe versus Wade. To be clear, controlling decisions about our bodies is a basic human right. The government has no right to regulate what we can do with our bodies. This same moron that married her brother and probably pulled a Kamala Harris on him once or twice, this same scumbag was advocating forced vaccination. This same wretched lowlife. Overturning Roe v. Wade is about control. It's about religious supremacy. You mean like your global warming? And control? What doesn't the government control? What haven't you advocated that the government control? Or maybe incest. I don't think she's in on that. And it's about harming women. It would fly in the face of decades of president and the overwhelming president, majority of public idiot. opinion if this decision is to hold. We know this decision will fall hardest on the most vulnerable in this country, women who have been abused, women who are the victims of incest, those <laughs> who have been raped. <laughs> You mean incest when you don't want it or incest when you need it, like you? Here's the other thing. The people who are victimized by the government are always the people that vote Democrat. You're the ones that inhabit the ghettos. You're the ones that live on government dole. You're the ones that are failures. It's easy to see. Victoria, 
McHenry. Hi there. Hi. So today I was in the grocery store and I saw a woman, she had a t-shirt on and it said Pritzker, Pritzker out, Bailey in. And I said, oh, I said, you should consider Rabine. And she said, oh, he's nothing but a paper plate. And I thought, what the heck does that mean? Anyway. What is a paper plate? So I have no idea. So anyway, she got huh. really, she was very nasty and couldn't even have a conversation with her. And... Was she a portly she woman? What's that? Was she portly? And uh, yeah, kind of. And so um, we're always edgy. I, I just um, she said, "Oh, he's another rounder," and I thought, you know what? It was like speaking to a Democrat, and I thought, "You're a fine example." And so, Darren Bailey, Democrat Party, right? Well, I don't Basically. know. I don't think Darren Bailey is a Democrat. I think Darren Bailey is a, is an alternative. I mean, I think it's, you know, I, I'm a Gary Rabine guy, not just because I would like a governor that can do a pull-up. Huh, that would be something interesting. But I like Gary Rabine because he has never been a politician. He's somebody exactly. who looks at something the way normal Americans look at it. Let's solve right. the fracking problem. Let's not complicate the problem. Let's solve the problem. He doesn't hide behind religion. He wants efficiency. He wants accountability. Now, if Darren Bailey wants that, you know, whatever. But I'm a Gary Rabine guy. Right. I want a governor that can do a fracking pull-up. There's my new motto for Gary Rabine. Aside from that, I like Rabine yeah. time. Yeah. All right. That's right. Thank you very much, Victoria. Thanks. Gary Rabine can do a pull-up. 312-642-5600. Eduardo, you're first when I get back. AM560. The answer. So we had Trish on the line. She wanted me to tell a joke because uh, she's ready to chew her steering wheel and burst into flames. I'm not a joke guy. Are you a joke guy, Squirrel Hands? More situational humor. You know, if I had to think of a joke for Trish. Um, how about this? Human beings are the only species that can make love looking at each other's face unless your last name is Pritzker. What do you think? Hey, oh, Eduardo Midway. Yeah, Sean, thanks. You know, Michelle Smith, that alderman, uh, that circus at Oak Street Beach, she should be fired. They should have shut down the L, is what they, they need to start doing. Make them come in the car, ask their mommy and poppy to drive them. Or what get happened on the to the paddy wagons? But they Did they get rid of that? I, I Listen, you're talking to a guy that's been handcuffed in a few of those paddy wagons. Do they not have those anymore? <laughs> well, you know, those buses they were climbing were kind of empty. They should have just hauled them in there and then drive away to the Cook County Jail. What happened to the Billy Club? Do they not have the billy club? You know how many times I got whacked with a billy club? <laughs> I, 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 get in the, get in, get in. And then, you know, you, you and I'm talking tough neighborhood guys, that. and you'd be like, well, wait a minute, there's a bunch of them. They got the leather coats on with the billy clubs. I better go take the pinch, right? I mean, whatever happened to that? And this way, you could at least kind of see who the, who the gang members are because what we're losing to are gangs. And the Sinaloa cartel, yeah. I'm convinced of it, is a campaign contributor to the Democrat mar ma mafia. There's no, there's no question about it. In all of this baby formula, I can't get baby formula. Gas is $5 a gallon. Inflation, what's the only thing that's affordable? Drugs, street drugs. They're in, in, inflation-proof, and they're thriving, and they're everywhere. And the shootings are every single day. They might be happening right now. During the show yesterday, a three-year-old got shot. Three-year-old. Until you take the savage that is willing to do this kind of thing, and separate them. Let's do. Let's take a Putin. Because, you know, I've been called a... What have I been called? A Russian asset? I've been called all kinds of names. Let's do this. Let's send them to Siberia. I don't hear anybody come back from there all cheery. 
They're not willing to shoot. Let's let's have some law and order. Or we could just have Joe Biden keep writing checks from the future in the form of money to give to Democrats so they could fluff up their general fund and aldermen's can, aldermen like Riley can go get drunk in the boss bar. Is the boss bar even open or did he just buy it for himself and close the door? Thank you, Eduardo. Welcome to Chicago. It's the perfect example of what happens when a Democrat is in charge of anything. And this was something I found very interesting. Actually, Honey Bunny found this. And I found it to be great. This is uh, Burgess Owens talking about the real problems in this country. Democratic Party is responsible for the illiteracy in every single urban community around here. I think it's time for us also to, to recognize how well, Justice Thomas... Uh, Justice Thomas... for a moment? Pardon? Let me just sit and What did you mean by illiteracy? When 75% of the black boys in the state of California in, 19, in 2017 cannot read and write, it's called illiteracy. And you go to Baltimore, we have zero proficiency in math. That's called illiteracy. Any place there's an urban community, you find illiteracy. And what bothers me, when you have black Americans that are successful, how easy it is to demean us. Clarence Thomas is a great example of what can happen when you go from nowhere to the top of our society, respected by those who understand his, 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 uh, his thought process, the way he works. We have put down to every single chance you guys, every single chance the other side gets to put him down. You'll do so. It seems that that's the way that the theme of any black conservative that wants to speak up for the American way. And actually, I think it's demeaning. I think it's time for us to stop that mess. Let's talk about the policies, if you want to talk about policies. Now let's take away just the fact that he's talking about black specifically. Let's talk about the city of Chicago, and whether you're white or you're black or Latinx or whatever you are. Would you say that when you watch the news, what you saw happen from the beach, regardless of race, shows literacy? Or are these, in fact, illiterate? savages that have destroyed the quality of life in not just Chicago, but now every big city where a Democrat and a teacher's union has a stronghold. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little Being from Chicago, you understand the laughing stock of the nation. The Democrat mafia has made a once great city and a once great state. We have a leg up on the rest of the country. We're all aware of the scandals, the skullduggery that the Democrat mafia has been working towards for a hundred years. Their biggest effort is not just to kill babies, but to legitimize voter fraud. There are people in this country that refuse to take it and want to fight it with everything they have. My next guest is one of those people. Her name is Catherine Engelbrecht. She is the founder president of True the Vote. She is the essential piece that proves beyond the shadow of the doubt the Dimwood and Diapers stole the election. Unequivocally. The movie is called 2,000 Mules, and I am honored to have her. I was there, Catherine, at uh, Mar-a-Lago, but you were busy. I didn't get a chance to meet you. <laughs> so, well, thanks so much for having me on tonight. 
It was a wonderful movie, and it did something that needed to be done. It proved beyond the shadow of a doubt what the vast majority of Americans knew. There were not 81 million Americans stupid enough to vote for the most corrupt political whore in American political history. That's a tough one. Well, it's a tough question. Yeah, it's a... yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a it's a broad statement, and I, you know, look, I I, I wish that the movie, I wish we didn't have to make that movie. I, I I wish that it it wouldn't be what it is. I, I wish that it hadn't gotten to this point, but it has, and and that's why we chose to go down the path that we did in in releasing you know a full length movie to try and explain to America that the process is is being. Um, ripped from underneath us and, 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 and in the dark of night. And um, we have to open our eyes to see what it was all about. The, the, you know, the, the uh, unwillingness to uh, support photo voter identification, the, the pushing for mass mail out of ballots, the extension of election periods, the moving, the doing away of signature verifications. I mean, it just, it goes on and on and on, right? And all of those are subversive tactics, ultimately, to destabilize the process. And in 2020, it just reached a tipping point. And now we have to stand up and turn this ship around, or we're going to lose our election. Now, the thing about the movie that I found wonderful is you didn't just focus on the political arguments. You didn't really discuss the state legislatures that circumvented the process um, or that were circumvented by the uh, judicial divisions to change election laws. You simply said, let's look at how they did it. And I found it fascinating because the criteria was specifically, they had to, what was the the criteria for each mule? They had to go to more than 50 drop boxes? Um, Well, it's a little bit different in every state, but uh, I'll just use Georgia as an example. The threshold was you had to go to at least 10 drop boxes and at least five nonprofit organizations within a constricted amount of time just during early election and your pattern had to be such that that was not a normal pattern for you. So we, we had to, we watched it very closely. And of course, you know, these are just devices that we're, we're watching the movement of. Um, but we tried to keep the threshold very high uh, so as to be very consistent with um, finding only those outliers that were behaving in this way to abuse process. So they had to go to at least five different organizations to get the ballots, and they had to go to ten drop boxes. And the way you 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 proved it is you didn't assume that they were stuffing the ballot boxes with fifty votes. In fact, your criteria was really quite low, wasn't it? Well, yes. I mean, you know, we based upon what we had been told, and based upon what you can see in the video that does exist. Um, people that are putting in multiple ballots are putting in anywhere between, you know, two to ten. And you can see that because when they put in stacks, sometimes they fall to the ground because they're putting in too many and you can't you can only put in about you know five at a time. Um, and that's the, that's the M.O. is to kind of keep it under the radar, keep it on a, on a level keel so that you don't have these big blips in in uh, numbers for for ballot pickup. And um, that was you know consistent. Now, the way that you did it is you bought the data. You and your husband, is, is, is that your husband with the beard? No, he is my business partner, and um, we own a technology company together. So that's one of the ways that we knew that the data existed. And you guys risked a lot of money to go out and purchase yeah. that data. And you risk everything, and you go and buy the data. And along with that, you cross-reference it with video. What was the amount of minutes that you had in video? 
We have now about five million minutes of video, but and that seems and it's a, it's, a, it's a huge number. It's like two petabytes of video. It's a huge number, but it's important to understand most of that video is is just junk. I mean, it's not usable. It's sure. still worth looking at, but the 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 fact is, uh, you know, the 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 promise was, hey, if you have a Dropbox, there's going to be surveillance video on it to make sure it's all monitored and secure. And what we now know is nobody was ever going to look at that video. A lot of the cameras were pointed at the ground or didn't work or were turned off or, you know, were posted in places where you couldn't even see the Dropbox. So the video that we do have is, is very compelling. And when we finally start crowdsourcing this year in the, in the few weeks, you know, in the next few weeks, we're going to certainly find more. But it's tough. It is tough. It is tough, but the video proves beyond the shadow of a doubt that not only was oh, was, yeah. was it going on, but it was scandalous because they the, the the mules themselves knew that they were doing something wrong in a state like Georgia, were wearing gloves. I found that video to be something that was astonishing, as the girl had surgical gloves on, the rather portly woman in Georgia, and she took them off after she had dropped the ballots in the garbage can. That is the actions of someone that knows. They're doing something illegal. And, you know, I think it was an, it was an extremely well done, the way in which you figured it out, the, the data, and cross-reference it with the video. And it turns out there's another organization that I don't agree with on much, but they thought what you did was very well done. What was the story with the shooting of the young girl and the data you used, the same data that you used to come to the conclusions you did in, the, in 2,000 Mules, that led to an arrest? Well, thanks for asking that. So it's an interesting story. When we were trying to um, encourage the Georgia um, law enforcement, the GBI specifically, uh, Georgia Bureau of Investigation, to please take this data seriously, uh, one of the ways that we thought uh, it might be helpful is if we do two additional or, or just an additional um, analysis of something that we knew that they were working on that, that we could be assistant, uh, we could assist with. And so there were two um, uh, murders, one of, one of which is, was discussed in, in the movie. And um, we purchased the data, did the analysis, and then turned it over. Now, we do know that it was used based upon follow-up questions and so forth. But, um, I, you know, I have to say, I think the movie does make it look like we solved it. And, and that's, that's really, I mean, maybe, maybe we did. Who knows? But, but what well, I you turned the information sure. over to the FBI. Her name was exactly Sequoia, right. Sequoia Taylor, and the it's FBI Sequoia went along and, yeah, and arrested Exactly right. Exactly right. And we know it was useful. And, and it was, you know, it was really meant to be sort of an olive branch to say, look, we know that this is, that the, on the other side, this election stuff, we know that this is this hot. This is a radioactive issue, but please look at the data because the same with the same accuracy that we can help in, in, in these in these other cases, uh, you know, that same data is being used here and look what it shows. But it, it uh, you know it, it's been a, it's been a, it's been an uphill battle because this oh. is um, you know people have already made their minds up, unfortunately. Well, Catherine, you've been having an uphill battle for at least a decade, eight years specifically. I remember. <laughs> I remember watching you in C-SPAN as you were targeted yeah. by the IRS. And to me, yeah. it, was the, it was the first time I heard your name. And it was a tell that the IRS, along with many of the other bureaucracies, are not really fighting for the people. In fact, they're apparatchiks of the government. And um, they were after you because you have been working to secure our elections for how long? 
Um, at that point, only a couple of years, but you know, we were gaining traction quickly, and we were the only organization of our kind. At the time, we were the only national pro-liberty election integrity organization, and um, I think that you know, word was put out to quash us. And, yeah. um, you know, and that went on for a couple of years until I finally had enough and, and was very fortunate to be able to tell the story to Congress. Well, Catherine, you're obviously a radical. What were some of the ideas that got you the attention of the IRS and the Obama administration? What were some of the ideas? What are some of the platforms of True the Vote? Um, you know, non nonpartisan organization that believes that every eligible American citizen should have an opportunity to participate in an election that is fair and honest, and that we need two parties, and we need parity of party at the polls, and we need to be able to hear America's voice. And if you lose your process... And you can't you can't depend upon the accuracy of the process in which you cast and count those votes, and it undermines everything we are as a constitutional republic. That's what we're about. And and you know the data is what the data is, but we would have shown that data whether it was Republican, Democrat, does not matter. It, we have to hold our country together, and and it depends upon a fair vote. Uh, you're obviously crazy. Um, here's the problem. <laughs> I grew up in Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, Illinois had uh, one day for sure where all of the municipal workers worked, and that's when they gathered up the winos back then and would buy them a little bottle of Ripple to get them to vote. We've got such open and notorious politicians now that they buy gas, they offer bribery in cash mm -hmm. for votes. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. idea that um, we cannot as a country come along a simple idea like you need to prove that A, you're a citizen, and B, you're alive, right and see you live in the right district. Why is it only 26 states? Is that the count now? 26 states are the ones that are implementing the, the common sense rules you're asking for. Is that not the case? Yeah, I think that's about right. It, it shifted a little bit over 2020, but, um, but that's about right. And, and, I, and I wholeheartedly agree. You know, we live in the age of Amazon one-click, right, where everything can be delivered to us immediately and with efficiency and, and uh, economy. Why can't we then use the, the, the same uh, data, uh, same data organization that is used in private industry to to evaluate identity, residency, and citizenship in real time? The data exists. The technology exists. Why would we allow our our elections to just become so antiquated? We're the laughing stock of the world in the way that we process our elections, and the only thing that makes sense. The only thing that makes sense is that it's, it's a political, it's, it's being played to political advantage because it's certainly not being played to the advantage of the American voter. You know what else I laugh at? The American government provides cell phones for tens of millions of American welfare recipients, so they have the technology. They don't even have to buy it. And yet they refuse to use it for not just this, which is something that is essential, but we're from Chicago. And on average, a good weekend in the summertime is if you get less than 50 people shot. They can't use it for anything, it seems, except as a, as a weapon against people to tax them in order to pay for those very cell phones. I want to thank you on behalf of all of the frustrated good Chicagoans. Granted, we are a dwindling few, as most of us move to Florida and other places that fight for, for the people. But before I let you go, one thing. How did it turn out with the IRS? What was the big scandal? How much were you skimming, Catherine? Give it up. <laughs> Yeah, well, we ended up suing the IRS, and after eight years, I think, in court, we, we beat them. Um, 
they still haven't, you know, they were supposed to pay our attorney's fees. That still hasn't happened. I'm, I'm still holding out hope that one day that will be made right. But the bottom line is, uh, you know, it was, it was agreed that they abridged our civil liberties. And I think the lesson there is that one person standing up can make a difference. And that should, I hope, mean something to everybody that's listening. We are all in this together. Stand up. Keep speaking out. You've got a beautiful city, and it's worth fighting for. I'm still mad that a tax cheat is somebody who fights to keep their own money instead of a government that <laughs> wastes it. I like to just argue over definitions. Catherine, really, thank you on behalf of all Chicagoans. I so appreciate you. The movie is an absolute must-see, and I hear you're killing it. And I hope to God all 74 million people who were robbed in November of 2020 watch your movie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, The Answer. The release of Dinesh D'Souza's documentary, 2000 Mules, has sent shockwaves across the political landscape. Now, don't miss your chance to meet Dinesh in person at the Will County Republican Central Committee Freedom Day Dinner on Friday, June 3rd at the Renaissance Center in Joliet. Both general admission and VIP tickets are available, but they're not going to last long. They go fast, and you know it, so don't wait around. Reserve yours today. Go to FreedomDayDinner.com. That's FreedomDayDinner.com. So we had a moron, a never-Trump moron, who loves to listen to the show, which is great for my numbers and my negotiations, call up and say they prove that this is wrong. Who's they, stupid? The never-Trumpers, stupid idiots. You're worse than the Democrat scum because you're not even reaping the rewards of the mafia, or maybe you are. Who's they, you moron? Are they the they that's been telling you that the Ukrainian war is just? Are they the they that celebrate how Ukrainian drone strikes take down Russian ships? Did you hear about this, Squirrel Hands? Oh, they want you to believe the Ukrainians, who we had to teach to fire a javelin. They have drones now. Oh, it's wonderful. It's not our military or our CIA that's having the war, and they want to call it proxy. It's an outright war with Russia as we take Ihor Kolomoisky and the Azov Nazis, along with the comedian, who does make me laugh my ass off, we take their side over the oligarch war between the other Soviet. And no one wants to talk about our money. So these are the they that you need to thank for the Bidenomics that you're drowning and wallowing in their economy. That you're drowning as a serf, as a slave, as their government forces you to do everything from take vaccines you would never take. All the way down to loans you don't want, but unfortunately need to navigate the Bidenomics. So these never-Trump scum, they're actually worse than Democrats. Because Democrats are either fat wannabe gangsters in on the scam or welfare roaches that need it to live. Gary in Naperville. Hi, Gary. Hey, hey thanks so much, Sean. I love everything you do. And keep pounding the airwaves with the truth of the corruption in Chicago, in Illinois, because I, I'm still just very disappointed to see some of these so-called conservatives that keep on asking questions whether there could have been corruption. I mean, basically, I think you, you probably figured this out, that Obama, he, you know, he out-corrupted Hillary, and they joined together to make it a nationwide program in every big, big city. Do you no, mean those two oceanfront estates that are valued at $35 million apiece? He didn't earn them? Barack didn't earn them? 
You mean though those books that colleges were forced to buy and the DNC and the millions of dollars that he used for that paperweight that he calls a book, the two autobiographies and the movie where he marries the big butt woman? That's all just happenstance? Oh, Gary, you pessimist. Uh, Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Good, brother. How are you? Good. Now, the reason I was calling, you know, you were talking about Vanessa Souza's movie, and that's all fine and good, and we want to see it. But here's the thing. I don't know if you knew, according yesterday to a WGN poll, Ooh. Irving's ahead big time, followed by Bailey and the rest of them are single digits. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say, I cannot and will not vote for someone like Richard Irving, or I will not vote for Teletubby for governor. That's a shame, but I cannot conscience vote for people Which like that. Which is why... Listen, this is the conclusion I came to when Bruce Rauner was in office. The Illinois citizen, the people like me and you and David and Bob and, and Victoria and all the other listeners, except for the never Trumper scum. The people like us never have somebody to vote for in Illinois. You're going to have to move because the Illinois citizen is either in on the scam or too stupid to fix it. That's what they are. And the Illinois Republicans are all in on the scam. Those narrow-shouldered, pencil-neck lawyers, they just want Ken Griffin's money. They're not even offended that Ken Griffin has been bribing Richard Irvin as the Aurora mayor to put his little tower, his little business next to the tower so he gets the faster millisecond trade. They're not even phased by the scandals revealed by WTTW. They don't care. You know why, Robert? They want in on it, the scum that they are. They're, they're slightly better dressed than Democrats, but they're the same thing. 312. 642-5600. AM560. The answer. Boy, oh boy. Everybody that bribed this dimwit really raking it in. American people are morons. Absolute fracking morons. Getting fleeced every single minute of the day. Fleeced. So the propaganda wing, the same one who debunked 2,000 mules, the they. They got a Update uh, what's going on in Ukraine, you know, before they get the $40 billion, after they got the $20 billion, after yeah, It's so ridiculous. Ukrainian drone destroys Putin's parade boat with laser-guided bomb. Vladimir Putin's parade boat which he uses to inspect his fleet was obliterated with a by-bomb launched from a drone, it has been claimed. It has been claimed. I, is this like the pilot that Adam Kinzinger retweeted? You have 40 shoot on. They, they never had a, a robot. Well, this is the only news you can get. You have to get it from Europe. Um, but America is fighting this war. And I'm hoping that they fight a little bit better than the army that was under Barack Obama when he was bombing Yemen and Syria, that 90% of their drone strikes killed innocent people. Uh, and the American people are going to lap it up because it's the good guys versus the bad guys. And no one can remember the Civil War that's been going on in Ukraine since 2014, where the Ukrainian government not only riddled in corruption, the third most corrupt country in the world, was killing its own people, over 14,000 Ukrainians. See, it's always the people that pay, like Chicago. It's the innocent people. They're the fodder for the oligarch mafia. And then they become they. And they have misinformation and the truth ministry and all the rest of it. And then they have idiots that think they're smarter than everybody wallowing in their own failure, wallowing in their own destruction that they support, like the Biden administration. So they're the scum of the earth, and they're not even as opportunistic as the mafia Democrats who get all the contracts 
or the welfare roaches who get all their stuff for free. These are the ones who think they're smart and they're libertarians. They're morons, and they will always be morons. Bob, Buffalo Grove. Thanks for taking my call, Sean. With regards to 2,000 mules, I know you've seen it. You saw it with Amy uh, at Mar-a-Lago, and I know a few other people from Salem have seen it, like um, Mike Gallagher. But where is the uh, media on this thing? Uh, I watch a little bit of uh, Newsmax and Fox News every day, and they're not... um, Bob, you know why why this question is insulting to me? I know how smart you are. You're an engineer, for God's sakes. You have been alive for how many decades, Bob? Six? Uh, No, uh, seven. Seven decades. You've watched as the (laughs) pro-collectivist, pro-Soviet... Media, so-called media, has been taken over by the collectivists, always promoting propaganda, never really questioning authority, always buying the tagline. So you're asking me, they're freezing it out because they're afraid that more people will realize not only is he riddled with dementia and riddled with corruption and paying off foreign adversaries and enemies and domestic, not only is that true, but he stole the thing. He's not even legitimate on that fact, because that's the fact, Jack, and you know that, Bob. Now you're going to have to figure out, what are you going to do about it? Ooh, what are we going to do? It's never been done before. Well, there's always a first. I say throw this rat bastard out, break every executive order he ever signed written on Charmin, and throw out every nominee and everybody that he ever hired or had anything to do with him. Arrest them all, because they're all in on the scam, just like the Ukrainian oligarch-run sewer. Same same thing. It's infiltrated here. And ironically, those are the ones that are getting all of your money, $60 billion, and you ain't got jack to say about it. Pat Winnetka. Sean, long time, first time. Thank you. I grew up on the west side of Cleveland, so I think maybe that makes me an honorary Southsider or close. I don't I'll know. I'll take it. It's good with me. Okay. Uh, 2,000 mules, and, and I happen to think the 1960 presidential election could have been rigged, and, and Kennedy walked into that by cheating. I certainly think President Trump should have won in 20. Here's my question. If the, if the left came up with a 2,000 Mules movie, and when they were complaining that uh, Hillary uh, got jobbed out of her election, and they came up with these facts just as compelling as the 2,000 Mules, would, would our side look at those facts and say, you know what, uh, it was a fixed election, and, and we agree, or would we be putting up you know, the same insanity that they are. I happen to think it's it's the former, not the latter. And well, and then, you know, finally, where does this lead? Where, where, there's how do evidence. We this? It doesn't do anything. There's evidence to already support your claim. The movie is called Kill Chain. It's a documentary that was done after the 2016 election. And I, I really recommend you watch it. It's called Kill Chain. Kill and Chain. it's a movie okay. that talks about the vulnerability of the voting machines at the time. It is a movie that had some validity, but what it started to lead to is that who it would have benefited wasn't Russian collusion with Donald Trump. It was Russian collusion with the broker for Uranium One, who happens to be Hillary Clinton. Ironically, what it showed is that the Russians didn't prefer Donald Trump to Hillary. They made their most money, as they always do, when a Democrat's in, as right now they are. Right now, Russian oil sales are up 50%. What sanctions? Sanctions are on you, brother. They're on me. They're on squirrel hands. They're not on the Russians. 
The only problem the Russians have is that the, the foreign socialist countries keep seizing their yachts. That's the only process. Yeah. You know, it's a good thing, because if they ever went to Cyprus, they'd have to take a look at Ihor Kolomoisky. I highly recommend you look at that guy, too. And you'll find out where your $40 billion are going. And then maybe I'll somebody will figure out it isn't the Ukrainians that we had to teach how to take a javelin missile out of the box that's doing the drone strikes. It's our CIA once again in the dollar war. Because what the war is really about is that Putin, along with many other foreign countries, want to stop using the corrupted U.S. dollar that the Democrat mafia has bastardized. Simple. Thank you very much, Pat. Love the call. Thank you for making it. Uh, Holly displains. Hi, Holly. Come on, you're, Hi. The only, you're the only woman on the board. i got to have ladies' night. Come on. <laughs> Thanks. A uh, number of things. First of all, it's super relieving to hear somebody from Chicago exposing all this stuff who's not completely duped. So I also want to thank you for exposing all this sham manipulation about Irvin because it's just completely disgusting. And then another thing I want to um, say is I think that Illinois is seriously turning more red than we realize. And I think what we see happening with Irvin is them freaking out because we're gaining traction and we're really upset and people are more alert than ever before. Did you know, I hope you're right, but did you know that video game um, machine profits are up 35%? Did you know that pot dispensary sales are setting a record in only one state? We have the lead in Illinois. You know who owns all of that? The Illinois Republicans. The Illinois Republicans are in on that. So they like the position they're in. And their best political whore is one that has been a political whore since he reared his ugly pug face. And that's Richard Irvin. So they're not offended yeah. by it. I'd like to think you're right, Holly. But I was around the sewer long enough to realize the only way you're going to be free is when you're in a better state. Thank you very much, Holly. Sorry to bring you the facts. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. <laughs> Aim high, honey bunny. Aim high. All right, let's go to the lines. I can't believe how fast this show is. I can't believe it's Friday. What the hell am I going to do for two days? Love this. Can't even pick a fight with the bikers next door. I tried that today. Can't Can't even pick a fight. Pat, Chicago. Hey. What's up, Pat? How are you? Sean? Yes, brother. I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing well. Good. Um, does the name Mark Chaikin ring a bell to you in the investment world, the Wall Street oh, world? Oh, he's the Wall Street guru. Yeah, he's the guy who's got the pitchfork formula, volatility and the breakout. Yeah, I'm very familiar with it. Would, would you trust his information on a personal investment level? I can't understand what you're saying, brother. We got a bad connection. Would I trust his information? That's all I heard. On yeah, do, would you trust his information on a personal I, investment level? I'm always skeptical, but I, you know, I understand his premise. He uses a, a moving average. He uses a pitchfork breakout on volatility. I'm familiar with what his system is. Would I trust his information? I don't know. He, he, he's been wrong a few times. He picked the crash in 2020. Um, I like what he does. He's a fundamentalist, and he tries to do the Jesse Livermore breakout scheme. But go ahead. Why? What do you got for me? Well, I was just curious to get your thoughts. I've been hearing some some um, promo from him lately, and I was curious to know if I should jump on some of his information or not. You know not. what? It's more, it's more, I think it's more advantageous for you to understand how he came to his formula. And the question is, is he using, is he using a, a day moving average, meaning between 1 and 30? Is he using a, a, a month moving average? Because that's what he's using. He's using a pitchfork. 
and he's using open and closing ranges with breakouts on volumes, right? That's his proprietary thing. Now, everybody has one, but I think a better book for you to read is Reminiscence of a Stock Operator by Jesse Livermore because that's the founder of the real. Either that or anything you can on Richard Dennis, who had the Turtle Traders. He's the real fundamentalist, brilliant, brilliant son of a gun. He really is. And if you can get anything on the Turtle Traders, that's the way to go. But it's hard, Pat, because what we're talking about are fundamentals. We're talking about fundamental movements in markets and free markets. They've been bastardized. That's why I'm on the sidelines, brother. I'm on the sidelines. Unless you want to get in on the green energy scam, you know what I would do? Get Nancy Pelosi's investment disclosure and jump on board because that crooked bastard always makes money. Thank you very much, Pat. Appreciate the call. Hey. Oh, I hung up on Pat. Sorry, brother. David Lansing. Uh, Hey, Sean. Uh, You had the guest on about 2,000 mules and it gave me an idea. Oh, boy. I have a way to. uh, (laughs) I have a way. To uh, promote the movie and wake up some Democrats. All right. So, just taking taking the idea from Ed Norton from the Honeymooners, you address the Democrat. You say, "Hello, mule," and they're going to be like, "What are you talking about?" And why then, would you, and you, why say, would you take well, away you know, jackass? Why would you take away jackass? After all, their their actual mascot is a jackass. I think that's even better. But you know, I I I, I think that um, you are going to be the Ed Norton of my show. Because Ed Norton annoyed the hell out of me, didn't he, you? Just sign the paper. What's with all the arms flailing around? Am I the only one that remembers that? Let's hear a little bit more. Should I go into the speculation of what the fires are in, in California, or should I save it? What do you think, Squirrel Hands? All right, I'll save it. No, I hate saving things. One thing I won't save is the fact that the... Uh, how much time do I have? Do I have enough time? Oh, I do. Okay, good. Fentanyl is responsible for over 100,000 deaths. Those 100,000 deaths are not like the COVID deaths. COVID deaths are tragic, truly tragic. Average age of the people that die of COVID is 80. 80% of the people that die from COVID are obese. The side effects of the vaccine are something that the government is hiding. The Jimmy Leg, the Bell's palsy, all kinds of nonsense. Not to mention the swollen hearts. That's not good. But this seems to be a problem that we could solve overnight. Out of my 38 years in law enforcement working on this border, this is the worst I've ever seen it. They're aggressive. They're told by the cartels to fight. They're told by the cartels to flee. Sheriff Mark Daniels says the border crisis is different in this region. You don't typically see families giving themselves up to law enforcement claiming asylum. Here, it's mostly single men. We've had an agent that they tried to cut his throat. I've had 22. Now, those are the same they that tell you that everything's fine on the border and that the problem isn't drug dealers or street gangs that Joe Biden is going to help law enforcement with more money given the Democrat mafia. See, that's why you never believe the they. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little... I think what this country needs is another acronym. No question about it, we need another acronym. ESG movement. It's government's way to say ball movement. It's the environmental social governance 
Another scam organization will cost billions of dollars, accomplish absolutely nothing but another form of taxation and control. Betty Grandy, we've had her on before. Heartland Institute, she dropped an article in American Thinker. I hope to God she's right. How the ESG movement is shooting itself in the foot. Betty, give me some good news. Oh, boy. I, well, I hope we are. I hope, I, hope, I hope we are right, you know. I actually had uh, this initially t- titled, but they changed it on me, uh, Do BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street Pose a Reputational Risk for Public Fiduciaries? Um, you know, and, and I love that. Really Why the, would they change it on you? I don't know. I was kind of bummed. I, I didn't even notice they'd printed it right away because the name had changed, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's, uh, we're hoping that the tide is going to change and turn here on this. And, and there's little teeny movements, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a really uh, silver lining person, positive, but boy, this thing is the, the most depressing uh, topic in the world. But, you know, we've, we've seen some good things. We're seeing a lot of uh, good uh, state treasurers that are pushing back hard on this. Um, What's the premise of the movement? Of shareholder groups. Huh? What's the premise? Their ultimate, you know, it, it, it's, it's these, these lollipop and unicorn names. And mm-hmm. what happens is they become bureaucracies of taxation and control and stupidity that destroy the quality of life each and every time. Now, something named the Environmental Social Governance. This has to be an organization that is a Gestapo taxation on breathing. Does it translate to Absolutely. that? Absolutely. 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 And, and, and think about it. You talk about the taxation side. They're going to be the ones that, in their push on the environmental side, shutting down uh, coal industry, trying to shut down gas and, uh, and oil and, and everything, well, their big thing is carbon tax, carbon tax. we got to capture all the CO2 in the world. Well, I'm sorry, but I breathe out CO2, and so does everybody else. And if I, we stop all the CO2, we won't have plants. So let's just start, uh, you know, follow the science, as their big mantra is. Well, let's follow the science, because CO2 is not going to kill us all off. Sci- um, science has become action. a weapon, though, because this is paid for results. This isn't science. And they, they've been right. beating us over the head with it the last 30 years really hard. They've been wrong for 70 years. They've been bribing, paying, ignoring scandals. Are the American people going to put up with it? I don't think they are. And I think that we are starting to see the American people push back. The more they know, the, the more they hate this. And that has been the big thing is, is the educational tools that we've been using. And, and Heartland really took a lead on this this whole past uh, state legislative sessions, we were dealing with a lot of states reaching out to us for research on ESG and saying, what in the world is going on? And why are we seeing states defunding out of their public funds fossil fuels? Good question, especially when you're questioning in oil and gas producing states, when you're seeing uh, home heating costs going up, when you're seeing blackouts, brownouts across the, the country, that's because they have been working this through the banking and financial industries to um, push, uh, not giving any capital to uh, the drilling and uh, putting in pipelines. They are the insurance industry in my state alone, the insurance industry was going after our uh, 
coal plants so bad. And with that, they were going, the insurance companies would come in on a quarterly basis and raise the rates with no incidents. So this company, these, these coal plants would have not a single incident and now the rates would go up. So we, they're under investigation for that in our state. Our insurance agency is looking into every bit of it saying, wait a minute, you can't be doing this to this company or all these plants without, without proof of anything. But it's all on ESG. And so why are we, why are we short on, why is fuel prices going through the roof? Why aren't, well, why aren't we, come on, we got plenty of oil. Well, why don't we start I'll calling it real organic can we call it organic energy? They seem to like organic. There's nothing more organic yeah. than oil. It's been there for billions of years. Absolutely. The other thing, too, is there's some inconvenient facts here. The Middle Age warm period, far warmer than anything we're experiencing now. I mean, they have no perspective of the actual history or the actual data. One of the largest frauds that is very rarely even mentioned is that they leave out the largest greenhouse producer which is water vapor. The earth is primarily mm -hmm. water. They are leaving it out so that they can cook the books with their fraudulent kind of manipulation on CO2, which, by the way, isn't bad for anything. It is the plant. It is the base of photosynthesis. And when there's more of it, everything is better, including droughts and the, and the environment in general. Why are we even dancing to their tune? That is a really good question, and it's it's a it's a fight I'm having um, with some of the companies around here because we have this big plan coming out of the middle of the country. I think it's Idaho, Iowa, that um, is going to wants to put in this giant pipeline, and in this pipeline is going to be liquefied. It's not even technology isn't even there yet to liquefy CO2 that's been captured off of every ethanol plant until it gets to the opposite side of North Dakota. I mean, or the far side, moron. Montana side. What's and the purpose then? And they're going to put it in the ground. And they're putting it in the ground, and the federal government promises billions of dollars for them to do it. Come on, buddy. There's got to be a way to stop it. There's got to be a way. Uh, the I, science, what, they, the they're, fact they're is on our side. along the way. Absolutely. Even the environmentalists are, are upset about this. So that's what is really interesting. When you have environmentalists, farmers, uh, state agencies, counties, um, everybody up in arms going, wait a minute, time out. This is stupid. You're not going to tear up the land to put this pipeline in to capture this. It, it, it's just the stupidity reigns. In fact, the products it. that they say are the solutions. And the devastating damage it does to the earth, whether it's the quest mm. for the, the lithium, whether it's the, the, the result of the fiberglass and the, in the $3 million windmills that produce nothing but debt and subsidies and fraud and scandal and scam. Um, but there's also mm -hmm. a little side effect that's been sweeping California and that they've been covering up, and that is the fire due to electric vehicles. They spontaneously combust because the batteries get hot, very similar to why you can't get on an airplane with certain cell phones. And we now know mm -hmm. this. There are training activities for fire departments all around the country because the amount of water it takes to put out an electric car fire is in often cases 10 times what it takes for a regular car fire. 
is it going to take the tracing of what's happening in California down to a garage that had two Teslas in it before something can happen? Or will that be squashed in, in the way so much of the real information is squashed? I think they're squashing it in California the same way they squash. Why do you have forest fires in California the way we do? It's all because of mismanagement of the forest. It has nothing to do with the climate. It has everything to do with mismanagement of the forest. And they know it. There's proof of it, and they will not admit it. They'd rather blame it on everything else to keep their agenda running. There's more words in this Gestapo bureaucracy. Social. What the hell does that mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Disney. Let's just call, call it what it is. Look at what happened to Disney. Their stock plummeted, the agenda, and they outed themselves as being terrible parents who have all kinds of sexual deviant children? No. Yep, and, no. and but that was all pushed through the S. That is what the S is. That's the uproar in the um, protest in front of the uh, Supreme Court right now. It is... Um, it's all anything dealing with that. It is the uh, shutting down of certain language on Twitter, Facebook, uh, the various types of things like that. It is the agenda of uh, minority type things that are being pushed as this is normal, you are not. Isn't it really more of a capture loyalty? bureaucracy here because they have these this acronym environmental social social and governance why is it always so, the premise that people who have certain proclivities that they care for the environment or that they're homosexual yeah. i have a relative who i adored adored who was homosexual he was as much a fiscal conservative and somebody who loved american principles as i am why is the mm -hmm. assumption that all of a sudden if you put this together you will then have people that vote loyalty to a party rather than recognize it as an organized crime syndicate. And is that assumption actually based in some reality? Oh, you know, uh, I, I don't know that there is any reality in only in their own minds. Um, you know, it's uh, everybody has their own reality of things. But um, the governance side is where they're taking over um, say the environmentalist activists taking over as shareholders and putting being put on boards of places like the Exxon and Occidentals and, and the oil companies and having these oil companies call themselves environmentally friendly and having to try to become net zero by 2050. Now, how does a, a it's, it's preposterous. oil company become net zero? Because they're going to have to buy credits that allow them to pollute. Exactly. They will use those credits exactly. to, to lower their thing. And, and, and who pays for those credits? Oh, that's you do. the taxpayer, right? Yeah. You do. Uh -huh. You pay for the subsidy, and you'll pay the increased costs for the oil companies to buy the right to exist. And this leads me to yep. why can't we articulate, in a fashion that has been articulated since the dawn of man, the benefits of actual capitalism, freedom, and liberty? We are losing the principles of the Enlightenment, because for some reason the mass majority of Republicans are afraid to have this discussion, when what needs to be there done go. is more competition by more private companies rather than this corporatist system that the oil companies have played along with as they bought their favorite politician. It's time for them to buy their stock back, go private, and say, without us, you have nothing, 
and shut it down themselves rather than wait to be put out of business or backdoor nationalized. What do you think of that? I do. I, I agree with you. And I, I just really think that we need to, uh, you know, and, and I don't put all my hope in anything, uh, especially in, in the congressional candidates and stuff, but I sure hope we get some good ones that come in there and start stamping their feet and, and start pushing the, the right agenda and standing up against all of this that's taking place. I mean, we had to go through this when, when uh, there was a time when the FDIC decided to target certain undesirable legal businesses and tried to uh, yeah. shut them down going through there and through regulation. And Congress had to come in and shut that off. And, you know, too bad that the banks just said, hey, I kind of like that plan. Let's go do it ourselves. And, and when that happens and we don't get a federal government that, re- that stands up to this, then the states are going to push back. And we saw in these last six months a lot of states standing up and saying, enough, no way, and we're going to start taking this back. And that's you know, just what it's going to be because they start to run scared. Black I want you to workshop. They're going to vote fewer things. Let's me and you workshop your next article. The government created the okay. depression, depression part one. The government now is creating a depression part two that we cannot recover from without looking like Venezuela. What do you think? I like it. All right. See, we work. See, this is how we work things. I love it. And next, I'll be able to say I co-authored it at the American Thinker because I love your stuff, whether it appears at the American oh. Thinker or the Heartland Institute, which is where you're really a part of. Her name is Betty yeah. Randy. And I want to thank you for being a part of my show and for fighting the Leviathan. Keep it up, you people at Heartland. I love you. Keep it up. Uh, thank you very much. you be blessed. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560. Squirrel Hands, was that another commercial by Griffin's Whore? Oh, I hate Griffin's Whore. Not just because he looks like a pug, but because he's really a Democrat scumbag lurch roach. So, uh, Paris, you know, why is Aurora so important then to big trading firms like Citadel? Well, think of the old Merck brand, it's the Mercantile Exchange. So, downtown traders are on the floor holding their hands up like this trying to conduct trades that doesn't really happen anymore it's all conducted out of this data center in aurora which is why big trading companies like citadel want to connect to it and they get a leg up by conducting these mass volume high frequency stock trades and that depends on being able to beat your competitors by about a nanosecond the best way to do that Exchange the information via microwave technology with these towers. It's faster than fiber optic cable. So that's why Ken Griffin buys the political whore, step and fetch, Richard Irving. Why else would Irving get the kind of position he has? Emerging from the shadows of a campaign where he has relied on TV ads and mailers to get his message out, Richard Irvin, the Aurora mayor and GOP gubernatorial candidate, finally holding his first news conference with Chicago reporters. Irvin seizing on the inspector general's report that criticized Governor J.B. Pritzker for his administration's handling of the COVID outbreak at the LaSalle Veterans Home that killed 36 veterans. Wait, did, I needs. didn't erase the one with his wife. Did I erase that one, Squirrel Hands? WTTW News has found that Aurora mayor and Republican gubernatorial 
gubernatorial candidate Richard Irvin's ex-wife was hired by a company that's part of a project getting up to $15 million in Aurora City incentives. The project involves several politically connected companies and individuals. It's just the latest in a series of WTTW news stories showing companies getting city incentives and contracts and donating big to funds tied to Irvin and his former law partner. Irvin is backed by the state's wealthiest resident, Ken Griffin. WTTW News reporter Nick Blumberg. Yeah, that's an Illinois Republican. I'll tell you somebody who isn't an Illinois Republican but wants to fix things. And it's Gary Rabine. It's Rabine time. Let's have a governor that could do a pull-up. Gary Rabine, how are you? Sean, I'm doing great. How are you? Hey, you're lucky I'm not within five feet of you. I do an outside outside uh, single leg takedown, put you on the ground, and I put you in a guillotine because you're, you're being too negative. We can, we can turn this thing around, buddy, and I'm, I'm the guy to do it. All right, well, listen, there's only one state that is rich in both natural gas, coal, even oil, and has 14 nuclear plants but yet refuses to take advantage of it. Can you name the state, Gary Rabin? Illinois, buddy, we have the least amount of blackouts of any state in the country in the last 20 years, too. For and now. that same state, that same state yeah. that, that has a governor that was on hours and hours of FBI tape with another scumbag Democrat by the name of Blagojevich, He's the sitting governor of that state, all because he gives the step-and-fetch welfare recipient and corporatist money. How are you going to combat this, Gary Rabine? Well, we're going to stop this Green New Deal of Illinois that our, that, that's uh, the son of a gun, this governor we have, is, has in place right now. Right? He's going to eliminate our best energy. We are the, we, we've been the best state in the country over the last 20 years as far as lack of blackouts, right? And we want to be like California, where we, they lead in blackouts. We don't... California, where they got double the energy cost that we have. That's where we're going to if we don't have a governor that's strong enough to stop this crazy, this crazy Marxist movement we got in play and this Green, green New Deal that Pritzker has. Uh, you know, he's worse, worse than our president with what he's doing. Illinois Republicans like to be in the position of loss because they have managed to acquire a stronghold on video game poker machines, which is thriving in this economy, along with pot dispensaries. So are they there to help you? Do they, you think they want to see Gary Rabine, who doesn't want to tolerate political corruption? Or do you think they'll side with the political whore who's now got Ken Griffin's attention and money? Well, they're, they're, they're already not, not side with me, right? They're, they're not, they're not uh, fans of Gary Rabine. They never will be. Uh, and I'm okay with that because I'm, I'm the guy that can't be bought. They know it. And when I win, this stuff is going to change. I mean, think about this. The, the pot industry is booming, right? Our total tax revenues from that was $134 million last year when we lost over a billion dollars of tax revenue from the 122,000 people that left us, okay? We've got to stop the bleeding, stop people leaving, and it's going to be a heck of a lot more tax revenues than the, than the minuscule pot industry or the gambling industry. So it almost isn't fair because you know that you're my friend. I love you to death. And I think the only guy that can win or the, the only guy that can change the trajectory of Illinois is a guy that has changed his life through achievement. That's you. The problem that you have is that you're being attacked not just from the scum mafia of the Democrat Party. You're being attacked from the Republicans. And, in fact, it's hurting you in your businesses that you managed to build up and still strive. And yet you're still here, still going to beat your head against the wall. And tell me some good news. How was your fundraiser last night? Fundraiser blast last night. It was a 20s theme, and it was a great time. We had a lot of fun at the Arcadia Theater there in St. Charles. But uh, I got to tell you, again, when you think about these other guys, three guys, there's four of us that are fighting in the six and fighting for the top spot. And I, I'm, I'm running number three. Some polls show me two. But I got to tell you, I'm the only guy in this race of the top four that did not for, vote for Obama. 
the guy that brought us afterbirth abortions, the guy that's the puppet master for this president now, okay, Darren Bailey, we've got, we've got Irvin and Sullivan, all voted for this character, okay? They're not, how are they true Republicans and conservatives when they did that? So wow. I'm the only conservative in this race. I got to tell you, I'm the only guy that's turned around many companies. This is a big, this is a big turnaround story that we're going to have to do in Illinois. I'm the only guy that can do it. I'm the only guy that's negotiated thousands of contracts, Sean, thousands over the oh, I know. 40 years. You're the only one that could fix Illinois. That's, that's just the fact, Jack. Where can the people go to support you? Because we didn't have a lot of time. Raylineforgovernor.com, brother. And, and wait, watch for that takedown next time I see you. You oh, got to quit being negative. You saw me up counter. close and personal. I could fend off Gary Raybine, although you will be <laughs> the only governor in Illinois history that can do a pull-up, which I think should be your slogan. But uh, good luck to you. You know I love you. I think you're beating your head against the wall, but I'll find you a good investment. You'll make your money back here in Florida. Thank you, brother. Thanks, brother. Good talking to you. Thanks. Bye. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments and Friday features with me. But I want to play a couple more clips, so I can't guarantee anything. Get out on the line if you want to be there. Let's all go to the line. Let's go to the movie. It's time for Friday features with Sean. And now, on with the show. All right, so I really haven't been watching a lot of TV, movies, anything. But I will say this. I had to fly in on Tuesday. And I flew in a great airline, American airline. Fantastic. Loved it. And I watched a movie that they had access to. It was the dumbest movie that I couldn't take my eyes off of that I loved. Stupid, ridiculous, and very entertaining. Moonfall. I'm not saying it's great. It's got Halle Berry in it, and it was a ridiculous premise, but uh, I loved it. There you go. And as for documentaries, you know. 2,000 mules, and if not that, kill chain. All right, now I'm going to go to you, and if you didn't get on and you're on for a topic, I'll still take you. Marcy Elgin. I have a documentary and a movie. How about HARP, H-A-A-R-P, Holes in Heaven and Advances in Tesla Technology, narrated by Martin Sheen. People need to stop this funding. The people have to do it. And the movie is Around the World in 80 Days with uh, Pierce Brosnan. He made that Around the World in 80 Days with Pierce Brosnan? I'm thinking the old one with the guy who was Dr. Doolittle. Oh, it's really cool. It's a good right. movie. It's really cute. Really right. cute. That's, I, I think need that's cute. the latest one they did. Yeah. I didn't see it. Thank you very much, Marcy and Algin. Terry Rogers Park. Uh, hi, Sean. Uh, uh, I recommend uh, Walt Disney's musical called Newsy with Christian Bale and Robert Duvall. Fantastic. It's uh, it's uh, New-, New York's uh, true story about uh, newspaper delivery boys going on strike around the turn of the century. And uh, I like that it reveals news media's uh, power to control our government's policies and the American people. I like it. Very good. Thank you. Very. You got a documentary? No, not today. <laughs> All right, very good. Newsies was good enough. Thank you very much. Duke of J, Hillside. Hello, Sean. And a uh, man movie, missed you last week. Um, Sahara, Humphrey Bogart, 1940s, I think. You know, the last time I even, I didn't, I cannot remember the movie, but I did see it in film school. That's how long ago I've watched it. So I appreciate that. I'm going to watch it. Do you have a documentary? No. But I'm getting to the end of uh, Unintended Consequences. I'll try to get you a copy. Oh, thank you very much. That I book. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Duke of J. Now, Holly and Desplaines. 
No movie. What do you got? Hi. Sorry, this isn't a movie. Um, a comment um, regarding the the price of gas. We've had a momentary um, dip of like forty cents, where they've taken our national reserves, and that gave us a little bit of a blip of, of supposed relief. But the danger is they are not uh, refilling the national reserve, and we're really at a dangerous part where you're talking about the the Green New Deal. Green is the new black. Any and all of this. In, um, environmentalism is basically communism and we really are at a precipice and it's a very serious deal i don't know why a lot of conservatives are stunned by everything that they see we should expect this because unless if we rise up and do something they will take over and that's the direction and it's, i couldn't yeah. agree with you more it's green i would say that green is the new red um and i i want to play a clip but let's go to joe and roselle hey joe Hey, Sean. Uh, you remember Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, right? Yeah, Northwestern, right? Sure. Yeah, he he nailed it on left-wing people 30 years ago. I think uh, people should look into his manifesto, other than the bad things he did. Well, sure. Well, but, you can read his manifesto. Don't start dressing like him, and I think everything will be fine. Thank you very much, Joe and Roselle. Ted Kaczynski manifesto, not a movie, but that's all right. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks hey, for taking my call. Anytime, buddy. Yeah, I got a comment for you. Well, no, not a comment, a question. It's right. this, uh, there was an advertisement earlier in the program, and it was Chicago, It was uh, something in Chicago that had to do with income and getting 500 bucks free or something like that if you're eligible. And yeah. an advertisement telling you to see if you're eligible to get this 500 bucks. What the heck are they doing now? Because I never heard it until that commercial. Bring your Democrat what are they up to? voting record. Stand in line and promise to always vote for Democrats, whether they cross-dress or are 400 pounds. And you, too, can receive $500 a month for absolutely nothing. Craig, come on. It's the sewer of Chicago. There's all kinds of ways to profit. And there's all kinds of scandals out there. Now, right now, you're seeing in California a fire. Right? You see the fire? The big fire? Years ago, it was over the last two years, there were fires that were set. One was set by an electric company that they tried to pretend was global warming. Two others that burned roughly 7,000 acres in California were set by a sociology professor at Berkeley. I think it's Berkeley, or it might be USC, whatever. They're covering it up. I got a sneaky suspicion, squirrel hands. You know how I like to speculate. I'm a speculator. I think I know where this fire is from. You got to see this. There's a Tesla owner who's been stuck with a fiery mess after his car caught fire not once but twice on the same day. Take a look. It happened in Los Gatos yesterday. The owner of that Tesla Model S was driving when he got a flat tire. His car was towed to a shop where it then burst into flames. Firefighters put out that fire, noticed it could possibly reignite, so they waited six hours for the battery to cool down before towing it to a new lot. Guess what? It caught fire again. And I go in there doing the paperwork, and I start hearing a funny hissing sound. And I thought, oh, it must be something going on in the shop next door. The owner says he just got the car three months ago and has only driven about 1,200 miles on it. Tesla says it's aware of this incident and they're investigating. They're also glad to hear that nobody got hurt. I got 20 bucks. Says this, this traces right back to a garage with two of these puppies in there. That lithium battery stuff, you didn't really think that out. I'll be back. Take the rest of your calls. Ralph and Rantoul, you're first. AM 560, the answer. You know, I got to tell you, 
swimming in the water. Did I tell you the story the other week when the fish hit me in the shoulder? Oh, my wife is always saying, get out of the ocean. You're going to get beaten by a shark. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Doesn't want to fish. It just, you know, jumps out of the water, lands in the shoulder. I thought for just a minute. Isn't she right? So I think I'm also going to recommend Jaws. Because that movie, I know it's old, special effects, still a winner. Ralph and Rantoul. Sean, happy Friday. Hey, look, I know it's uh, on Dr. Evil's network, but I want to recommend the Prime Video series, The Punisher, starring John Bernthal, because you get to see Frank Castle beat and kill everybody. It just warms the heart. I think I like that. Now, is this the guy that looks like he could be from Melrose Park? Uh, yeah, he looks like maybe he's lost a fight or two, but then yeah. he's actually been in a few, and maybe he kicks some butt. He, uh, Please, he I was can't get glasses to fit who, my face. I like a guy that's beat up a few times. Yeah, he, he was the guy who you love to hate in one of the first couple of seasons of uh, The Walking Dead when it was still worth walking, watching. Do you know I've never uh, seen yeah, an John episode Bernthal. of that? Never one episode. i got to watch you know, it. Yeah, you've seen one hungry zombie, you've seen them all, but uh, I think that uh, John, and look, you have to wait to the final episode, because if you thought John Bernthal could kill and beat a lot of people, it's nothing until you get to the final episode, it's worth the wait. Love it, Ralph, I'll be watching it this weekend. Tom and Cherville, you got about 40 seconds, kid. Okay, uh, Persecuted, which was a movie in 2014, eight years ago. Fred Thompson and James Reamer. Love Fred Thompson. A great movie. It applies to what's going on today as well as then. And then uh, in honor of Fred Ward, who just passed away, Tremors. All right. I love it. Thank you very much, Tom and Cherville. I appreciate it. Now, listen, you're going to have to deal with your kids and people you love going into Chicago. Try to talk them out of it. Stay away from Democrats the weekend you want to have a good weekend we've given you a litany of movies and documentaries to watch to entertain yourselves watch some old ones you're always going to feel good about america back then and realize when you watch 2000 mules he didn't win there's not 81 million morons that voted for this idiot he stole it and now all we have to do is fix it stay away from democrats don't argue on their lies don't buy their premises and you'll have a happy weekend not only that you always end your weekend the way i end it with my man meatloaf one of his movies isn't bad either after all, it's the best rendition that I've heard. Oh, see, can you see by the light what so
Have a safe weekend. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you Monday.